Hey, everybody. Dave Hagen here. I got my Apple card. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Thank you, Nick, and welcome everyone to the Financial Wellness Podcast, or as we like to call it, TFWP, coming to you from beautiful downtown Van Nuys. With me today, Mr. Brian Reed. Hi, Dave. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are good, you? Good, good, good. All right. I know you've been looking forward to this. Uh, open it, open it, open it. Because I told you what I got. Yeah, yeah. So check it out, everybody. I recently decided to get an Apple card. I wanted to see what it was like. I wanted to to check it out. It seems so cool. I saw Timmy Cook on the on the reveal and that <laughs> nice aluminum or titanium card, all nice and white. It really looked pretty cool. So I thought that I would get the card and that we would, you know, open it up on the air. And we're going to do that today. And I'll explain the experience to everybody, or at least what I know about it. And we'll do some analysis of the card. Uh, you know, Brian's been reaching over here, trying to grab the packaging away and check out the card. So Trying to grab the Apple card, not the package. Not the package. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Trying to grab the Apple card and its accompanying uh, package. I, I, whatever, whatever. So check it out. Here's what I had to do to apply. I mean, it was so easy. It was just ridiculous. Um, apparently, you just open your phone. You go to the wallet app. And you type in your name and your social security number and your annual income. I mean, they, they trust you. You just type in a, a number. And I set it up on my phone. And I had an account approved in three minutes. They gave me a credit limit. They said, here's what the interest rate's going to be. They said, congratulations, your account is set up. I mean, it was the easiest thing. I mean, it was... If it was three minutes, I would be surprised the way the phone responded. And they said, hey, we checked it out. You're, you know, you're good to go. And they said I could use the account right away. So I could take the iPhone and go into a store and use the Apple Pay with the new credit account behind it. So I go beep and I'd have like $34 of dinner on, you know, on the, on the account. Um, but the card, the card itself was sent in the, in the mail. And they said you'd get it in about two to three weeks. Well, it comes in about a week. And I didn't, I didn't open it up because I thought that, you know, we would open it up on the show. And remember, it's, it's an account on your phone. And the card is kind of an auxiliary um, kind of thing. Uh, um, uh, kind of a backup? Kind of a backup, really, when you think about it. And they really want you to think about it that way. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But I didn't open it up, and I thought we'd open it up right now. So let's let's open it up. This is a like a 5 by 7 uh, brown cardboard container, and there's no marking on it, and it came in an overnight envelope. And you, we're going to just pull open the little tab and see what's in there. Let's open it. All right. Ooh, that's nice. So now we got a nice white um, 
packaging and it's got a cut out of an apple on it. That's pre- I mean, so now it's starting to look like a real apple product, not some piece of crummy cardboard, right? And ooh, very simple and understated and open simple. up to look reveal. It. Yeah. David Hagen. It's got my name on it. Look at that little apple thing. And it's got a little gold. I think that's the chip. And um, it it looks it looks pretty good. And on the back, it says Goldman Sachs and MasterCard. Very right. cool. But but check it out. There's no number. Realize that there's no number on that card. Check this out. <clears throat> and the reason is they don't want the number to be out there and for people to be able to look at it and potentially steal the number. Now, where's your number? The number's in the iPhone under Apple Pay, where your card resides. So if you want to use the number for something, you got to go to your phone, got to go to wallet, got to open up the Apple card, mm-hmm. and the number's right there, as well as the super secret three-digit code and the whatever else you need to do. But pretty cool, pretty cool. And the interesting thing about it is it's made of metal. I mean, Brian, you know I'm, I'm a big metal credit <laughs> card guy. The, the card that I usually carry, the uh, uh, what is it, the Amazon Prime card? is the only other uh, metal card that doesn't have an annual fee because I don't do annual fees. Mm-hmm. And this one's even a little heavier than that. Nice. Listen to this. See, like it's a, like a piece of pine. <laughs> when it rains, I got to stay away from puddles because if I fall in a puddle, this will drag me down and, and, and drown me. Um, but it's, it's pretty cool. And some of you may remember seeing um, articles that came out when this card was announced. You have to be a little careful because of the finish on it, even though it's made out of titanium. At least that's what they claim. Uh, because this white finish will, will take on stains or marks from the, the oil and leather and, and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's a pretty high-end looking piece. And I'm looking forward to the first time when I... Um, you know, I'm able to hand it to someone and go, check this out. You know, I'm, I'm cool, you know. <clears throat> now, I've seen some videos on how you activate this card. You know, normally they have you call like the dumb, dumb 800 number. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, now you've been activated. Here, you put it in the packaging and you hold the packaging up next to the phone. And you go into the wallet and you hit like activate. And it goes, boop. So I'm thinking, I'm guessing that there's something in the packaging here somewhere that the phone, uh, that the card is sitting in that interacts with the phone and maybe it even interacts with the card itself. itself, So it's a little harder to um, activate it unless you've got all the, the stuff that you need to do. Which is probably exactly what they want. <laughs> well, exactly so. It means more security, and mm-hmm. more security in theory means lower costs that ultimately get passed on to the you know the end user, the consumer. So, um, you know, I think that's one of the reasons they don't have the the account, um, the card number. I mean, you remember back in the day, we'd get these plastic credit cards with the raised numbers, and it's because they could put it in and they could roll yeah, that. Not- Thing. Yeah, that thing over it, and it would, and it went boss. And now it went to, then it went to the magnetic strip, and now it's the the chip. The chip. And so you really don't need the the raised numbers. In fact, I I think I've even got a card that doesn't have raised numbers on it. It's mm-hmm. got numbers, but not raised numbers. So I'm looking at this, uh, waiting to open it tonight, and I'm thinking, well, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you pay? Do you, do you get a statement, or when I use it, are they going to finally send me something? Because it's been you know, it's been a while saying zero on the mm-hmm. account on the phone. I think what you do, and I'm, I'm guessing, um, but I think what you do is you, you attach it to your bank account. 
because apparently it's really easy to pay. You see what your charges are, you see what the balance is, and you hit a pay button, and you show how much you want to pay, and it's going to show you how much interest you're going to pay if you pay it now as opposed to later and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And you just go, boop, and it, it sounds like it's taken it right out of your account, kind of like... I guess, you know, Zelle and some of these other places are, are set up. Mm -hmm. You're moving money directly out of your account to some to some other source. So it looks like it's super, super easy to uh, pay. But why the card? What's so cool about this? Uh, other than the super astounding, cool-looking credit <laughs> card, you know? Um, here's, here's the deal. I guess you get 3% cash back on purchases from Apple and Uber has dipped its toe into that, uh, water and, um, you get a cash back the day you make the charge. Um, so whenever you make a charge, you get 3% cash back if it's in an Apple store and Uber. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't spend a lot of money at the Apple store typically, uh, maybe once every couple of years. Um, and Uber, I try and keep that to a minimum. So if you use the Apple Pay feature, which is the phone, if mm -hmm. you actually walk the phone up to a retailer and go, boop, they'll pay you 2% on that. That's a pretty good rate of return. I know of one other card that, that pays 2% totally, and I think everybody else is a little bit less. And then if you don't use the, the pay and the phone, if you actually use the cool card, you only get 1% back on that. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's pretty good. It's not bad. And, and if you think about it, they want you to start using the phone to go around town and go boop, mm -hmm. boop, boop. The problem is, in California at least, only 75% approximately of the retailers now have these, these terminals where you can hit the boop yeah, and, you just... and make it work. Yeah. So you're still going to have to whip out that really cool card, but every time you do you're only going to get 1%. Mm -hmm. Now, what if you buy something online? Because we're buying more and more stuff online. So you buy the you know, the dog food or the whatever, whatever, and they deliver it through Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. I, I'm guessing you're only going to get 1%. Because if you do it on Amazon Prime and you use the Apple Card, you're going to have to go into the phone and get the number and then transcribe the number into the into the purchase, the online purchase, and I'm guessing you're only going to get one percent um, on that. So I think that, yeah, while it says two percent on Apple stuff, I think you've got to really, or not Apple stuff, but Apple Pay. Mm -hmm. I think you've got to figure it's probably going to be somewhere between one and a half to one and three quarters, um, and that's if you make a conscious effort to use the Apple Pay in the phone as as much as possible. Frankly, if it was me, I'd be. I'd be wanting to whip out that beautiful card <laughs> just because it, it, it makes a scene, you know, it's kind of cool. So a little bit less than that. Another good thing about this account, no fees. I really like this. No late fees, no over-the-limit fees, no transactional fees. Now, I hardly ever pay those kinds of fees because I'm just the kind of person that likes to pay mm -hmm. on time and, in fact, actually early so they don't late post it. Uh, but if you're the kind of person that travels around a lot, like foreign travel, you're going to save transactional fees. I saw one website that was saying that transactional fees on a credit card can run you 3%. So if you're spending a lot of time traveling, this could save you um, an awful lot of money. Another advantage is it's very secure. Um, because the number's not on the card, because the number's in your phone, because in order to get into the wallet, it's got to scan your face or it's got to use your fingerprint. It's pretty secure. And 
I am told that every transaction has three different code numbers attached to it. So I think it would be pretty hard for someone to be able to, you know, snooch your card and, um, and use that. And I think they're counting on that. I think they're counting on savings um, in terms of uh, less fraud to be able to offer people some of the advantage that they're talking about. And, oh, by the way, did I say the card looks so cool? That's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice advantage. Shiny you know? bobble. Shiny oh my bobble. God, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. And you get, you get that cash back every day. So it says, hey, you bought this for you know, $3 and 25 cents and you get a couple pennies back and you kind of bank it in your phone and you can apply it towards your next purchase or you can let it build up or you can, I guess, put it into your bank account or whatever you want to do. And the data that comes to you shows you what your recent transactions are right when you open up the app and it puts it in a category so you can see what your balance is on the, on the account, and you can see in what category it relates to. Now, I think this would be really good for TFWP people, people that like to be a little more intentional and understanding and thoughtful in terms of um, what they're spending their money on and, and in what categories. Um, so I think that that's, you know, that's kind of cool. And, um, oh, did I say it? And the card looks so cool. <laughs> it looks so cool. Uh, but there, you know, I got to tell you, there's there's some there's some negatives, um, not big negatives, but I think it's something that that uh, listeners should know. the The first is, I think the interest rate's a little a little higher. The interest rate that they gave me was eighteen um, percent. Now we've said on past shows that the average interest rate in the United States is. 18 percent mm -hmm. so I mean it's about average but I got to tell you um, I've got a I've got a card that's 12 percent that I use at the business I got a card that's 16 percent um, and, and it may not really matter if you're not carrying over a balance so we don't carry over mm -hmm. balance but if you do it it seems like the interest rate's a little a little high a little luxurious there for the uh, the credit uh, company I also understand that uh, they want to see a, a FICO store of 700 to be able to get one to be sent to you. Because when you do the little open up the account thing, what they must do is run right out to the credit reporting agencies and, and get a FICO score. Um, so I think that's a little bit of a downside, of course. I guess if you're not you're not paying the fees, the late fee, the over-limit fee, the transactional fees, I mean, maybe it washes itself out. But it seems a little aggressive to mm -hmm. me. You know, another negative, and this is kind of a bigger one, there's only one account per person. So this is my card, and it's one account, and my wife and I can't share it. And our normal credit card that we use, we, we, we share that card. Mm -hmm. So there's one bill every month. We see what the family unit has spent on this and this and this and this. And here it would be a lot harder to, to track that. So there's no option for a joint, even though it could be under one person's you know, Apple ID, there isn't a, a family no authorized user cards at this point. Um, I mean, I suppose that could always change if enough, enough people like me, you know, go, oh, that's a big downside. But right now it's one person per count. Um, and I, I don't know. I think that's a that's a big drawback. I know it would be a big drawback for my wife because she likes to keep track of what I'm, you know, what I'm spending on the credit card. Um, another downside is you can't download your, your data into programs like Mint or, or QuickBooks. 
So one of the things that we do is on a monthly basis, we, we download the charges into QuickBooks and every month we, we prepare a statement, what came in, what came out. You know, one of the first things that we talked about in the early days of TFWP was know your flow. Know what's coming in, know what's going out. And if it's negative, you you got to fix it right away. And one of the ways that we do it primarily, the easiest way, is you download the data off the credit card into your Mint program or your QuickBooks program. And the, the Apple card doesn't let you do that at this point, which is really kind of surprising to me. I mean, you, you could overcome the one person per account thing if you could download two accounts into your QuickBooks. Into the same, yeah. Right? That would integrate it and you'd have a pretty good idea. But they... They don't. They don't do that. Um, you know the benefits. I wonder if they have their own product that's going to be coming out to try and rival Mint or QuickBooks. Oh, very sneaky. Very and, and probably true, right? I think that uh, um, doesn't Apple have a program that competes with uh, QuickBooks? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anyone uses it, but that would certainly make sense, right? It would create a, a ready-made market for their. Um, for their products. The, the benefits, I think, are maybe a little bit different. I've, I've got the Amazon Prime card, and, and we get 5% on Amazon purchases, which isn't a bunch, but it's a growing percentage of what we do, and 2% on gas and restaurants, eh, and then 1% on everything else. So, um, you know, nothing on the Apple card is going to get you 5%. So, you know, that's a good, uh, that's a good number. Yeah, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's, maybe that's a wash, you know, but did I mention it's a really cool looking credit card? (laughs) I can't, I can't tell you enough how, how, how cool it is. In fact, when I opened it up just a few minutes ago, um, you know, the, our, our engineer here came walking over to check it out because like people have seen it on TV and all that, but to see one live, it's like, Oh man, that's, there it is really cool. Yeah. You know, another, another potential disadvantage is there's no sign up bonus. And I've seen a lot of people in the media, commentators primarily complaining, well, there's not a bonus. You don't get 2000 points to, to, to sign up. You don't get, you know, a credit for signing up. And my thought on that is, so what? So what? That's that's really a fool's errand. So they give you 200 bucks to open the account on something that you put many more times that on, you know, every single month. It's kind of like the timeshare that we talked about, uh, 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 you know, two, three weeks ago. Uh, sign up for a timeshare for $24,000, $22,000 or whatever it is, and we'll give you a weekend in Vegas. You know, it's like, ah. Uh, so now I got that timeshare and now I got, you know, maintenance fees for the rest of my life because <laughs> you gave me a free weekend in Vegas, or in my case, 80, 80 lift tickets for a place in Utah, which ah. uh, back in the day was really pretty cool. But now we'd, now we'd really be sucking it up. So I think that that's just, I think that's a, a fool's there. And it's like pay TV offering you a year at $29 when you know full well that there's a commitment for a much larger amount. Or that when it bumps up, they you know they know that you're probably um, not gonna gonna move. So I'm not as impressed about about that as a downside, but it's certainly getting a lot of play out there by the the financial commentators. So I don't know, Brian, what do you think, it's, man? It's an attractive card. I'm gonna give it. You it's know. a it's a really attractive it's card. It's an attractive card, as we say in the garden. That's a good looking tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you know the. The tapping with it, um, you know, mm. with your phone. Yeah. And then to have the option of the card. Right. 
I just handed the card to, to Brian, and he, he, he actually gasped. He actually stuttered. <laughs> I'm it's clicking cool. it right now. And that's titanium. That's, uh, I think they make teeth out of that stuff. So, yeah, it's super thin, but it does have some weight to it. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. But do you think that the benefits outweigh the negatives? Or let me put it another way. Would you move, because you're not, you're not using an Apple card. You've got a, another card to be not named. Yeah. Would you, now that you've held that piece of titanium in your hand, would you be inclined to if use there, it, transfer? I want to see the interface. <clears throat> okay. On, on the phone. On the phone, yeah. And if that rivals, um, you know, the, the way I use QuickBooks, maybe. Maybe. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't say no. You okay. know, maybe it's an, you know, an account that you use specifically for um, entertainment. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. You know? So you didn't need to download, you know, that's kind of holding your, your data hostage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they'd free up the data, that might take away one of the, the drawbacks. And of course, if you're going to switch, then you have to go through the whole switching protocol. You got to call up, you know, your, your iTunes or you got to go to your iTunes. You got to switch the card number. And that, that's kind of a hassle whenever that happens. Uh, but that's a one-time thing. It does um, feel nice. I tell you, it's gorgeous, isn't it? <laughs> oh my goodness, it's it's really pretty. For me, I'm not sure that I would. I'm not sure that I would change the downside about one person one account and not being able to to download your data. You know, um, as you know, I'm a I'm a spending kind of guy, and I have to keep real track of what I'm spending that on. Um, otherwise, you know, I. I could just get credit card madness and go crazy, you know? Um, so I don't know. Now, if I was out shopping cards anew, I would certainly be attracted by a lot of the things that this does. And I would be attracted by the card, which, by the way, did I tell you? It, it's gorgeous. It's kind of gorgeous. And, and to say Goldman Sachs on the back, you know, that's a, that's a very high-end investment firm. Uh, that's kind of that's cool. But... Um, you know, to switch, I'm not so sure if they they bring a couple more features across. Maybe, um, but for me, I'm I'm sitting tight. I'm sitting tight with a an Amazon Prime card because I get the Prime and I get the card, and we get the five percent on the Amazon purchases. And uh, you know, that's me. But here's something else interesting to think about. You know, there's a lot of people in the personal finance world that say, "Hey, you should be cash only." And why do they say that? Well, yeah, some people, a few some people, um, you know, can't deal with the impulse of not using a card when it's in their pocket. I mean, that's not a lot of people, but there's some people. And the statistics show that if you are spending cash for things, you pay 18% less. You're a more stingy or prudent um, consumer. You, you tend to use less. So those people propound that we should go cash only. Um, however, from my perspective, it's kind of hard to track the use of cash. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I got cash in my pocket and I get a cup of coffee and then I get some lunch and then before you know, it, it's like, well, where'd all that cash go? And I don't want to spend my day tracking cash. Trying to find uh, receipts for where was I? Okay. Well, you know, 
That stuff drives me crazy. Just absolutely drives me crazy. So if that's the case, then I think that, you know, maybe people start thinking about using a credit card, which is really what we've talked about here on TFWP, because it helps you track your spending better. But you also have to be more prudent or or cognizant about what you're spending because you may spend more because you're doing it on the credit card. Maybe, just maybe, the Apple card falls into that sweet spot, into that, that gap between those two points of view because that Apple card is showing you very easily when you open the app what the balance is, what your last bunch of expenditures were. You have a much more readily available way to look at what the spend is and might that fill in that gap? I don't know. I think that's a pretty thoughtful thing to think about. And I'm not sure that the credit card companies or the U.S. consumer have really thought about that that much. But I have always thought it'd be a good idea to have a card to help track. And I countered You know, I I knew that the downside was you might spend a little more, so I always tried to keep an eye on it. I didn't want to use my phone to go into the account Mm -hmm. because that's a pain in the neck, although I see people going into their account just real readily on their phone these days. But I think that this might, I don't know. Do you know in that study, um, I think, I I don't know if I asked you this before, when you say cash, Mm -hmm. do you literally mean paper? Yeah, dollars. Dollars and not the use of a debit card. No. Well, I mean, the debit card's a whole other thing because a debit card, you pull it out and you can see the debit in your account if you go into the account. Mm -hmm. But my experience, my limited experience in going into my account on my phone was it's kind of a pain in the ass. What's the username? And oh, yeah, what was the password again? And da da da. And And the interface wasn't that easy to see. With the, with the Apple card, it, it jumps out of you. you. go, here's your last six purchases. Here are the categories that they were in. Here's the balance of your card. Here's how many days till you need to pay without paying any interest. I mean, it's so simple. You could, you know, you could do it in the middle of the night. So maybe, maybe it falls in that middle. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's a good thing to do. I don't know. But of course, as we all know, if people aren't going to pay off that full amount to avoid the interest... It can build up, and the interest rate on this card is not great. Not great. 18% is uh, pretty dangerous. If you're thinking it's 18% and you remember money doubles every seven years at 10%, wow, that could that could catch up to you really quick. So I don't know. It's kind of a mixed, uh, a, a mixed bag. Does that make it any more <laughs> enticing to you, Brian? Because, by the way, did I mention, oh, yeah, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous it's card. It's sexy. It is really. Look, look at that. It's like having a. Don't they make uh, when I see James the James Bond movie? They have these like not chips, but they're these square things that they hand when they're gambling in Monaco. It almost <laughs> looks like a thin version of that. It's it's so cool. Pretty neat stuff. Well, you're gonna have to um, you know use it. I'm gonna have to. Well, first I got to set up. I got to attach a bank to it. I think. You got to use it for for two months and see what it you know one one thing a week yeah and uh, see what it's like yeah but you know the problem that I have with it is even if I just buy some coffees and what have you it doesn't download into the Quicken that we use and it's going to skew 
our monthly spend for a couple months. Science, David. <laughs> this is research. Oh, Do it for the listeners. Do it for the listeners. Take one for the listeners. Take one for the team. Actually, take, take one every week. There we go. <laughs> take some financial ambiguity for the, the good of the group. You can print out a receipt. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our Apple Card experience in terms of signing up and activating and trying to figure out how the whole thing's put together. That's our story. We're going to stick to it. When we get to the payment mode on this whole thing, we're going to uh, do another podcast and let you know how that goes. In the meantime, if anyone out there's got any other credit card that they think is exceptionally cool, send us an email, text us a picture, and we can we can talk about that as well. Or you can send us a recorded question on the website, the financialwellnesspodcast.com. That's a wrap. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.